0: worth deleting the app for.
1: Hi, I'm Yui Shu,
0: And I'm Julie Krafcik.
1: We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Hello, datables. Is it time for brunchies? I'm going to use the word brunchies. Uh, damn right it is.
0: <laughs> but only if you use the word brunchies. Brunchies. That sounds so basic.
1: Hey, you want to go to brunchies Saturday? Oh my God,
0: please don't start that.
1: <laughs> Brunchy talk. <laughs> well, we are back for another episode of brunch talk where we answer your burning dating questions. That is the goal of these episodes. They are weekly. They are on Sundays. They are short. Than our midweek podcast episodes, but we answer your burning questions and we get them done. Question for this brunch talk is Is the lack of experience a turnoff when it comes to dating? Yes.
0: And we want to thank this listener, Rahim, who submitted a wonderful review in addition Yay. five stars with the question yes. that said For more context, I'm a 26 year old male who has limited dating and relationship history.
1: I feel like relationship history and experience is very much relative. You could be 26 and have been in two relationships, but maybe two relationships where you learn nothing from them where you were only in one relationship where you learned a lot from it. I think the bigger picture question is what have you learned from dating that you can apply to relationships? Not so much the experience of relationships.
0: So 26, you're a baby still. It's okay. I don't know why as a culture we have this thing because we do hear this a lot of people being like, oh, they don't have any past experience or Mm. I'm their first relationship or they haven't had a lot of partners. There's something wrong with them. That's the feeling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't agree with that at all. But for whatever reason, we think that the quantity of our past partners are saying like how desirable we are. Yeah, I would reframe it of what have you been doing for the last twenty six years? Probably yeah. some of them you were just being born and coming to your own. <laughs> so like even Eating, <laughs> what learning have to you walk? been doing for the last six years? It doesn't even have to be twenty six years and just tell your story. It's okay if relationships haven't been a priority for you until now. I don't think 26, even if you're 36, 46, 56, whatever it is, there's never an age. Like We go through different stages of life. It's just how do you share with someone of where you've been, where you want to go, and why right now you're interested in dating and meeting
1: new people. It's all about the narrative that you tell yourself and to other people. If you go into dates... And you start with, (laughs) I haven't had that much relationship experience. Yeah, someone's going to corner you into that and think, oh, okay, maybe this person doesn't have much to offer. But if you go into dates saying, oh, I haven't had that many long term relationships, but I've learned a lot about relational skills, Mm -hmm. people skills, learning about myself. I've been in therapy. I've done all the self work. That shows Experience in itself. And I think that's more valuable than the actual relationships.
0: Yeah, I've listened to this great podcast, Dateable. It's really (laughs) helped me out. (laughs) That's all you need. But I feel like, though, I'd rather someone that is introspective, that's doing the work, than someone that just jumps from relationship to relationship. Yes. It doesn't mean anything. And also, like the relationship that I have with you is different than the relationship I had with a past partner. Mm -hmm. So yeah, of course, everything does teach you relational skills. But if you can learn those skills in another way or tap into the skills that you have with other people in your life, then it doesn't matter. Like, you're not like, oh, I've been in five relationships. I know how to do relationships. It's going to be different dependent on you and
1: that person. I can honestly speak for myself where the first few relationships I've had, I don't count Them anymore because I didn't learn anything from them. (laughs) So if you were to take those out, I probably only been in two real relationships. Same. As a 42 year old, right? (laughs) And I've had more technically relationships, but I didn't learn, I didn't like improve myself or progress from them. So it's also relative to how you want to look at these experiences and how they've helped you. But at the end of the day, someone's going to date you not for your relationship resume, but for what you bring into the relationship. Right. I mean, all this is so arbitrary.
0: Like we hear people say like, i dated them for six months, but I only saw them once a month. Right. (laughs) Or I've had 10 relationships, but they were barely scratching the surface. And you know, we weren't doing life in any way together. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I think ultimately, that is the truth. And more of what it is, is it gets in the way of your self esteem when you get so focused on it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if you just keep focusing on that narrative, then it's a self fulfilling filling prophecy. You're going to become the relationship amateur in everybody's eyes because that's the vibe you're giving off. But we can learn so much without the long-term relationships. But in dating, we learn so much relational skills too. So it's important to like bring all that out and applaud yourself Mm -hmm. for being in that space. But if you do find that you don't have much relationship experience and you also haven't learned much from dating, maybe that is a sign for you to step back and be like, where can I gain more experience yeah is it more about the self-reflection that kind of inner work or is it more like you go out on more dates so you can learn more relational skills
0: yeah before we keep going i think i have a theory of like why people are afraid of this like from the receiving end of Mm. dating someone that hasn't had a lot of relationship experience but before we go there let's take a minute for a few messages Okay, so I think one of the things I've heard for before is I don't want to teach this person. I don't want to have to Uh, tell them how it's done. And I don't think that if you haven't had a ton of relationships, you necessarily need to be taught. That being said, like I think it's showing someone that you are capable, like you're a good listener. You have these skills. Like, unless you have no interaction with any human being, like you've had these skills. I think that's where the fear is coming from though. Like I'm gonna have to like do everything. I'm going to have to lead this relationship. Yeah. So like, how do you start to help someone get that out of their head that this could be an issue?
1: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's like the other person doesn't want to be set back in starting a new relationship. But like, instead of thinking about it as a linear experience, think about where are your strengths that you can bring in? Where can you complement each other in your skill set? I think it's more important to highlight that than like... I have to teach you all the relational skills. Well, guess what? There's many more relational skills for us to learn in relationships, no matter how long you've been with someone. So that's not the main point here. You have to learn those together. But like, what are you bringing into this interaction? I also believe, I don't know, I have no proof for this. It's like in dating, somehow you just match with people with similar relationship experiences. It's like the way you present yourself and speak and the vibe you give off, you get other people who are like you. So if you are in a stage where you haven't had much of that relationship resume, you're probably going to attract someone else who's in the same boat. And then you two can explore that together. Yeah. And I mean, even if you don't, that's
0: also assuming that people in relationships have it all figured out, which we know is not the case. I think it's seeing the positive of both too, is if you're fresher, like maybe you're actually less jaded or you're more curious or you're more open to, you know, figuring it out with your partner because you don't have this preconceived way of how a relationship could work. So I encourage people to see the positives of all situations. Like, of course, if you're matched with someone on the same experience level, that's one thing. But even if you're not, there's always positive if you see it.
1: Julie, I want to know, you always describe yourself as like a late-ish bloomer. Yeah. So did you ever feel this when you were seriously dating, like I'm behind?
0: not really I mean I think also it's all relative too yeah like I think late ish maybe I did it like the very early stages mm-hmm. like in my 20s and college like coming out of college maybe then I felt it like oh I need to catch up but then after you get a few experiences under your belt you realize that you know just as much as anyone else and you're not yeah. doing it more so maybe it's just like that first hump of getting over it yeah of being like oh I can do this or I can go out with people. I just also like haven't felt like people have judged me in any way. Like I would say like my first time really falling in love was when I was 31. Mm -hmm. So while that's not like so old, it's not so young either. Mm -hmm. That's not like the first relationship I was in, but I would say it's the first like serious one that like actually was reciprocal love. Actually, I should caveat reciprocal love. (laughs) (laughs) That's important. That is important. (laughs) But I think like, you know, every experience builds on each other maybe that's actually a good way to segue it is like before that i had fallen in love but it wasn't reciprocal and then i'm like oh Mm -hmm. now i'm just moving up a notch like i'm growing and like that's the only way you can look at it
1: and see that was such a great way to explain your dating history to someone and i think for anybody who we've heard this like you're in your late 30s early 40s you've never been in a serious relationship you're trying to get into one what is the reason? There is always a reason. Maybe you prioritize your career yeah. for the last 10 years. Maybe you prioritize family. Maybe something happened in your life where you couldn't. We just need to fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. That's all. Like we just need to know where the gaps are. And like when you'd write your resume, if you took a gap year or you took some time off, you'd have to explain that to your employer, but there's always a reason. It's not like you're just sitting around like, oh, relationship's <laughs> gonna fall into my lap. No. So get accustomed to being able to paint that picture. Well, that was definitely my story. And I remember like
0: being in therapy. Your question earlier is like, did this affect you? I'd say yes and no, now that it's like coming back to me a (laughs) little. It's like, it didn't affect me in the sense like I wasn't able to go out there and try. Like, I think I got over that hump pretty easily. Yeah. But when things didn't work out, I think I went back to like, when I did with my ex, the one I first fell in love with at 31, when that didn't work, out, I was like, yep, it was too good to be true back to this Mm. single default status. I'm not the relationship person. And my therapist had to remind me, you moved across the country, you've been focused on work, like you've been building a life. It's not like you've just been trying to get into relationships and have a zero luck. Like there was periods that that just wasn't a priority and focus. And a lot of this I would say most of it is our own perception. It's not actually the reality in any way. Yeah. Like just because that relationship didn't work out didn't mean that I was like destined to be alone and was bad at relationships just didn't work out.
1: Yeah. See, that's a great way to explain it. And I don't think that's a turn off in any way. And stop thinking about it as a turn on or a turn off. These are like non-issues. They shouldn't be turning anyone on or off.
0: The right person isn't going to care. As long as no. you're showing up in a way that they could see a relationship with you, that's ultimately all that matters. Yeah. It's only a problem if you don't have relational skills at all. Yes. So this is your opportunity to get more dating experience, build those relational skills, keep listening to podcasts, keep doing whatever you need to do to grow those relational skills, because that's what's going to actually be the turn on or turn off.
1: I love that. So great. Such a great way to like re- Reframe it, and we hope that you too will reframe it to the listener who sent in this question. And then we know many of you are in the same boat, so yeah. hope this is a great reframe for you. Well, that was a great brunch talk question. You can send in your questions in multiple ways. You can email us hello at datablepodcast. You can DM us on Instagram at datablepodcast. But the preferred way is you leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, five stars. And in the body of your review, you can ask your question there. This is how this question came about. We bumped it up to the top of the queue. We answer it right away. It's urgent. That's your Scream's must answer question now. (laughs) So that's just a little tidbit if you want to get your answers right away. Yep. And make sure to
0: subscribe to Dateable Podcasts. You get brunch talk every Sunday as soon as it drops. And then also the long form podcasts are hour long Mm -hmm. where we really go into it. We go into all the whys, what's happening in modern dating and then how we can get out of it, how we can change for the better and change our outlook and make dating work for us.
1: All right. We'll see you all next week for brunch cheese talk.
0: (laughs) Nope. See you next week. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Nope. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable.